Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. I created Data Mesh Radio to be a resource for Data Mesh practitioners the world over. This is a weekly summary episode where I share a bit about the upcoming week's episodes and give you an extended summary for any interviews or panels that will be released during that week. It's designed to help you decide what episodes you might want to spend the full time to listen to, as interview episodes and panels are typically more than one hour long. In general, if you were running up against any challenges with Data Mesh, I'm here to help. I started a company around doing just that, Data Mesh Understanding. So get in touch if I can be of help. Check out our free community programs and things like that as well. Weekly episode summaries and programming notes for the week of May 14th, 2023. Okay, so I'm in big time planning mode around the roundtables right now. What do you actually want to see for topics? I kind of need people to tell me. I need to know. There's going to be a survey that comes with signing up, but it's still important to hear more from folks. What are the big questions? Is it around, you know, MDM or is it How do you provide a working charge model for data products? You know, that kind of financial tracking and chargeback model. Is it about still just, you know, WTF as a data product? Well, get in touch and let me know. I really want to provide a few of these roundtables for free every month because they're going to be help to people moving forward as I also kind of move into the data mesh understanding business. And, you know, that will have some paid aspects too. On Monday, so what's on, sorry, what's on tap for this week? (laughs) On Monday, we have episode 222. Not all your governance is created equal. Data governance as a data mesh value lever and driver, which is an interview with Lynn Knoll at AIM Consulting. Lynn is working with one of her clients on their data mesh journey as the data governance lead. So we discussed a lot about how to shift governance left. Yes, shifting left to the domains, but also Shifting governance left to be part of the development process, like left in the actual timeline, and how it can be an enabler to add value and sometimes even accelerate time to delivery instead of being kind of that gatekeeper at the end of the process that you kind of layer on and that you have to go, okay, let's check through everything. How can you actually make it an accelerant? How do we work together and drive that trust in data? On on Friday, we have episode 223. What does your data-driven org look like? Mesh Musings number 48. My main points here were, if your execs can't envision what would change if the organization were significantly better at data, you have some work on your hands at understanding their challenges first, and then also evangelizing how data could help them change, right? You don't want to become a data-driven org if that's not actually going to drive business value. Number two, Your domain should be leaning in and understand what being data-driven means for their domain specifically. If they aren't, you won't be able to really help them move forward. You can't drag a team to being data-driven. Number three, your execs should be aligned on what being data-driven means for the organization, especially at that kind of org-wide, that macro level. How does it all fit together instead of 
highly competent, but still data silos? How do we focus on incremental value delivery via that, those concrete use cases? Number four, you should absolutely make sure your data strategy and your vision of the data-driven organization ties to the actual business strategy and supports those crucial priorities for the business. Finally, number five, you need to make sure you have or can build a test and learn culture. If not, can you really be data-driven if you aren't doing that kind of learn and iterate and testing and just trying things out, experimentation? Can you really be data-driven if you don't have that in your culture? With that, on to the extended summary for Lynn's episode. Extended summary for episode 222, not all governance is created equal. Data governance as a data mesh value lever and driver, an interview with Lynn Knoll. In this episode, I interviewed Lynn, data governance lead at AIM Consulting. To be clear, though, she was only representing her own views on the episode. Lynn started with with her being the lead data governance person for a data mesh implementation at a client. It's allowed her to have governance be part of the value drivers for all aspects of Mesh. She said that data governance in in Data Mesh is about making data safer, better, and easier easier to use and share. The value proposition of doing governance well in Data Mesh starts to emerge when you think that to really get the most out of data, you need teams to feel like they can rely on data, not just use it. It's crucial in all aspects of data, but especially with data mesh, that governance is an enabler instead of a blocker, according to Lynn. As a governance leader, you can't be trying to put up blockers, but it's crucial for the team to understand why aspects of governance are helpful and add value. You should be building alongside, especially the building aspect, being part of the kind of work, to keep things moving while also making sure you aren't setting yourself up for trouble later, whether that is quality, regulatory, or otherwise relative to governance. Lynn said, quote, not all governance is created equal. I really like that. It's important to establish where you can and cannot compromise. Infrastructure security and data classification are both non-negotiables in her view. Both wrap into external threats and internal access control including to regulatory requirements. Risk management and compliance just cannot be ignored, so make them part of the build process and ensure everyone understands why they matter. It's a core part of product thinking around data. There are multiple ways to shift left in governance in Lynn's view. The first is shifting governance left in the project timeline. should be part of every aspect of building your data mesh from the start, platform, data products, etc. You don't layer governance on at the end. We should also be shifting some of the responsibilities left to the developers while giving them the capabilities and knowledge to handle what they can and and come to experts for what they can't. Right? This is something I think a lot of people in data mesh understand, but it's also important to be very specific about it. Lynn has some has had some success when talking to business users about not providing them a platform, but an ecosystem 
using that word. It lets them envision something on a bit more of a tangible level, what they will build out their own habitat, right? That they can build out their own habitat, but that it plays into a larger ecosystem. So they are comfortable in their own habitat, which lets them better deliver value to themselves and others. Of course, your ecosystem can't infringe on other ecosystems. So it is a good analogy for how all domains all interact with each other. So I think that's something that you can leverage instead of like, we're just building you a platform. When looking at what to automate as part of your platform, Lynn recommends strong communication with users. You can surprise and disorient them if you automate the wrong things, things they aren't expecting, such as there are certain aspects of discovery analysis that look a lot like standard tests, but one is incremental work where you want to dive deeper into the data and one is part of daily work, the test aspect without you know, value add from doing it manually. Automate the second, but not the first. Lynn brought up that your organizational setup before moving to data mesh will have a very large impact on what you should focus on when in your journey. If you're coming from an overly centralized approach, it will mean that you understand the benefits of integration, but might have some challenges with letting go of central control. If you're coming from a very highly decentralized world, you might need to focus more on alignment because domains may have had freedom to do as they please with little thought for users in other domains. In organizations doing data mesh coming from a highly centralized approach, Lynn says be prepared for a lot of dark data. Because the officially blessed IT systems were overly rigid, many people were doing work outside of the systems, often in Excel or similar. Getting people to trust that you'll take good care of their data and they can still maintain access will be hard. There are many fun governance challenges, including naming conventions, to tackle with data like this. For Lynn and her team, it's been very important to focus specifically on answering What's in it for me from users? Me in the personal sense and me in the organizational and or domain sense too. Having people whose role involves owning organizational change management is very helpful as part of the product team. There's literally a person or people responsible for getting alignment and driving buy-in. So some five quick tidbits to wrap up on. In data, we too often confuse the pipes for the water, as Lynn said losing the forest for the trees. We focus too much on the plumbing instead of the resource people want. Understandable, usable, trustable data. Focus on the outcomes and business value. It's easy to scare people by using the term federated computational governance. Work with teams to show them where we can automate the past pains of governance so everyone can work on what drives incremental value, not manually applying policies. Regarding a data warehouse, Lynn said, I never saw a plain vanilla implementation survive anybody's business data model. Your plan will not survive first contact with the business model as is. Be prepared to iterate on your plans in data mesh. But now that doesn't break everything like it did for the enterprise data warehouse. That's one of the big, big benefits of doing something like data mesh. Similarly, she said, no taxonomy survives first contact with the data. You have to build so you can update and internet, iterate, prevent brittleness. And finally, don't use the, the phrase 
feature for your platform. Use capability instead. Make sure you are building the capabilities to support multiple use cases and start to prioritize capabilities based on what use cases they can unlock. Feature is kind of what people talk about when they're buying something. And it's like, these are bells and whistles. These aren't the things I need. These are things that you think are cool. So think more about capabilities. Hopefully it sounds like some awesome episodes for you coming up this week. As a reminder, feel free to get in touch if I might be useful in your data mesh journey, helping quite a few organizations and introducing people to each other, plus doing some roundtables. Check out datameshunderstanding.com for more information. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week. Now on to that fun, funky little outro music. Thank mm-hmm. you.